the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Friday night. <laughs> Aren't y'all glad it's Friday night? I don't know about y'all, but I'm glad to be wrapping up this week. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. What a dark week it's been indeed. I know that some of y'all out there are like, Facebook Live's been dark. When you coming back, Facebook Live, AK, I'll be back live on Facebook Live Monday. Um, I've been, as I revealed today, I've actually been filling in for Kara over at OAN, One American News, and it's made it difficult for me to, to um, get all the way back into the station to do Facebook Live. Not that y'all needed to know all that details. Glad to have you here with me tonight. We've got an absolutely jam-packed show, lots of great content for you tonight. We're going to update you on the latest with the Trump indictments. Uh, we've got Tony Lyons is going to be here from Skyhorse Publishing, who's published, who has published RFK Jr.'s books and is here to discuss whether or not MAGA is going to be jumping ship and going to RFK Jr. Interesting question, given the lack of support from the Republican Party for Trump with the indictments. Friday also means Bob Walters. He will be here with his education report. Then we've got some other crazy topics that we've got to get into. There is more bad stuff happening and crazy stuff happening besides the Trump indictment, like the globalist movement that are accelerating the New World Order transformation, a new California bill that proposes to make it child abuse, that it will be part of parental health care to affirm transgenderism on children. Those topics and more. So definitely stay tuned to us. Before I go going any further, I got to bring in this man. He's my partner in crime, whether in studio with me or not. It's DJ Potato Skins. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. <laughs> no, this no. is my favorite day of the week. This is your favorite. It's like it's like the day that he he looks forward to two days without AK. That's why this is his favorite day. I didn't say of anything. The week. So the <laughs> but you did. Yes. Um, look, I know that I know that it's always a challenge uh, producing the show for me, especially when um, I'm actually elsewhere during the day and he's got to actually do it without me. And he's pulled some amazing clips to share with you guys. Look, I don't talk a lot about Mark Levin. Today, the indictment wasn't sealed. Uh, and even after his rant last night, he has continued today to say what an absolute Stalin-esque blank show this is of the United States of America in its way that it has weaponized the Department of Justice against Donald Trump. And the fact that this is in Florida should, should give nobody any means to be thinking that this is any different because it's in Florida. In fact, the, the prosecutor on the case is, has been um, reprimanded in the past and had been sanctioned in the past, I believe, for bad activity. I want to play a couple of clips from Levin because he is a constitutional expert. He is a true conservative. He's also former chief of staff for former attorney general Edwin Meese. Let's start with clip number 10. 
And what does Biden say? Well, then where's the money? He's asking us, come and catch me if you can. The idea that this man isn't under a criminal investigation and that they criminalized that damn document case to go after Donald Trump is sickening. And I would say this to our fellow Americans. Don't be bamboozled by these cable channels and these fools who come on and tell you, well, he's not above the law. Are you kidding me? Democrat attorney general in New York, Democrat prosecutor in Manhattan, Democrat prosecutor in Atlanta, Democrat attorney general in Washington, D.C. What do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. What's going on here is a disgusting disgrace. It is war on Trump. It is war on the Republican Party, and it is a war on the Republic. Boom, shakalaka. And the reason why I wanted, and and, and he's not saying a, a whole lot different than things that I've said, but I'm not a constitutional attorney. I'm not former chief of staff for an attorney general of the United States of America in the Reagan administration, by the way. You should be listening to that man, not listening to the talking heads out there uh, that's uh, like Asa Hutchinson or, or Mike Pence. We'll play a clip from him in a moment, but I want to finish. Here's how Mark Levin ended his rant. Clip 10. I mean, um, excuse me, uh, clip four. President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Just by one of these counts, conspiracy to obstruct justice, which has a 20-year maximum sentence. This is a disgusting, disgusting uh, mark on American history for the future to come by these bandits in the White House, by the Democrat Party that don't play fair anymore. They don't want to just win elections. They want to take control of this country. They want one-party rule. And they have used the Department of Justice and the FBI to get what they want. Mm -hmm. Merrick Garland is a mob lawyer. That's what he is. Jack Reed is a rogue Soviet-style prosecutor. I'm glad he used the term mob lawyer because he is. Where's the Republican Party? They've shot our Don in the street. It's time to go to the mattresses and we need a head of an RNC who's going to be like a Michael Corleone and be willing to shoot the police chief in the face. That's the kind of battle that we're in. Andy Biggs put it out there today. He said, this is war. It's time for an an eye for an eye. I want to piggyback, though, on what Mark Levin said. He said, Democrat U.S. Attorney in New York, Democrat District Attorney Alvin Bragg in in New York, District uh, um, uh, Prosecutor in D.C., Democrat, the Special Prosecutor in Miami. Oh, this is a Republican state. This woman, Gilbert, who is a special counsel and Jack Smith, who is Jack's special counsel, Jack Smith's deputy and a federal prosecutor is, quote, one of the most corrupt prosecutors to ever come out of the Southern District of Miami. This from Cash Patel, the lead prosecutor, Karen Gilbert who is likely to be the trial attorney, was so reprimanded in 2009 in a narc- uh, um, narcotics trafficking case that she had to retire from her position. That's who's going after Donald J. Trump. And the Republican Party should be stepping up for him today. I, I interviewed today one of, one of DeSantis' inner circle and a, a key influencer on his team. And I said, and, and his excuse was, well, why should anybody uh, set aside their political ambitions to go and defend Trump? Because number one, this isn't about Trump. And number two, it's supposed to be about, it, it, it should be bigger than your political ambitions. 
But that was a very clear statement about DeSantis, wasn't it? It reveals the truth. If this was a Democrat former president, would the entire Democrat Party not be down in the streets planning a rally? Are you kidding? It would be like Al Sharpton and the Rainbow Coalition and the rest of that mob down in Florida after the Trayvon Martin incident. Remember that mob? That's what would be happening in Florida. This is not about Trump. This is about the United States of America and the rule of law in this country. But those that are so uh, so obsessed with their own political ambitions, including Ron DeSantis and Asa Hutchinson and Mike Pence and Chris Christie and the rest, are happy to let a former president of the United States go to jail and die there just so that they can try to step over him into the position of power. And it's absolutely despicable. And it makes me disgusting. But let me tell you something, particularly since... Rachel Maddow and Lawrence O'Donnell spoke the truth last night and revealed on MSNBC what the real end game is here and what this is really ultimately about. It's about it's about stomping on Donald Trump's neck with a jackboot of tyranny to get him to promise that he will not run for office again. Skins, please play clip 11. But you have to wonder if the Justice Department is considering whether there is some political solution to this criminal problem, whether part of the issue here is not just that Trump has committed crimes, but that Trump has committed crimes and plans on being back in the White House. Do they consider as part of a potential plea offer something that would prescribe him, proscribe him from 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 running for office again? I don't know. Lawrence O'Donnell went on to say, well, that would have to come from the defense side. Well, of course it would. And wouldn't that be just the perfect outcome for them? Look, it wasn't the DOJ that pressured him to do this. This wasn't our plan all along. Donald Trump has willingly to set aside his political ambitions and desire to be back in the White House. And now we're happy to go kumbaya. I know, by the way, um, then here comes... Uh, Fill in the blank Republican primary winner and quite frankly, all the rest of them at this point are no better than the rest. Because if you are Ron DeSantis, a former JAG officer, and you're and you're taking this flaccid of a position to where you're willing to allow this to happen in your state. A state, by the way, in which there was an FBI. This, and let me remind you why you can know for sure that this is not about Trump. It's about bigger picture. It's about everyday Americans. And about how Ron DeSantis is, has not proven yet, he may, that he's going to do anything about it. The FBI whistleblower, Steve Friend out of Florida, who gave up his career, did so, the career he dreamed of his entire life, did so to warn the American people about what was happening with the FBI going against everyday citizens. And it happened in Florida and it happened under Ron DeSantis's watch. And he did not care. He's a former JAG officer, Ron DeSantis is. He's almost as bad as Mike Pence who had this to say on uh, Trump's indictment, clip seven. Mr. Vice President, welcome back to the Hugh Hewitt Show. Uh, great to be back on the show, Hugh. Thanks for having me on. Well, thank you for joining me. Let's first begin with your reaction to the news overnight that former President Trump has been indicted. Well, I think it's important to know that we don't know the facts in this case. No one does. But, you know, after years of politicization at the Justice Department, two and a half years in our administration where we fought against the Russia hoax that the Durham report recently confirmed was an investigation that should never even been started. And then when we saw the collusion between big tech and big media and even the FBI to suppress the Hunter Biden laptop story going into our investigation, I, you know, I, I, I'm deeply troubled. 
uh, to see this um, to see this indictment move forward. I mean, uh, you know, I, I yesterday the on the road in Iowa, I had said that I'd I had hoped uh, that uh, the DOJ uh, uh, would see its way clear not to move forward here. But let me be very clear: um, no one is above the law. Uh, as you know better than most, you handling classified materials is a very serious matter. That Shut was up, why Mike Pence. I can't listen opinion. to him anymore. How dare he sit there and say nobody is above the law when Hillary Clinton, Trump is a president of the United States and has the right to take classified documents with him. And Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, viol- actually violated the Espionage Act. Trump didn't. He didn't forward any of those to the enemy. Hillary Clinton did with her unsecured email server. And she committed 35,000 felonies every time she deleted an email under government subpoena. There's absolutely no excuse for Mike Pence in anything he said. And he is. And I think Skins is right. This is who the Republican Party is going to try to shove on us in 2024. And quite frankly, he's not much worse than any of the rest of them right now. This is why we all have to stand together against what's happening in this country. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by Tony Lyons, Sky Horse Publishing, who's posing the question, how many MAGA voters will jump ship to RFK Jr.? Interesting question, given the last two days' events. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Don't forget, you can download our podcast. Usually every night's show is uploaded the night by noon the next day. So you feel free to download that wherever you get your podcast. Email me at andreakshow.com. Our 24-hour hotline is 844-814-5227. I've got a question for y'all. How many MAGA voters do you think will jump ship to RFK Jr.? We've been talking about RFK Jr. in recent weeks, playing a lot of clips from him. I'll tell you right now, Andrea, if if Trump is disqualified as of right now, that's who I would vote for. You know what? And I'm wondering, particularly in these events the last two days, with this indictment happening, the Republican Party abandoning Trump, people have been that in combination with how conservative RFK Jr. has sounded on some key issues uh, like the border, COVID, the lockdowns, NIH, etc. I'm wondering how many MAGA voters are going to be looking his direction. Here to discuss is Tony Lyons. By the way, that question I posed, how many MAGA voters will jump ship to RFK Jr.? Call our 24-hour hotline, 844-814-5227. Joining me now is Tony Lyons. He's publisher of tw- the 2024 presidential candidate, RFK Jr.'s best-selling books, and president of Skyhorse Publishing. I also think he might have possibly published Alan Dershowitz's book, Get Trump, and he joins me now to discuss. Hi, Tony Lyons. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, thanks so much. Yes, I am the publisher of Alan Dershowitz's Get Trump. So that uh, great. So that uh, let me let me kick this off with your reaction to because because uh, uh, Alan Dershowitz, who's been on the show before, has been very vocal. He didn't vote for Trump in 2016, didn't vote for Trump in 2020, but believes. And, and, and I, I think it's undisputed that Dershowitz is one of the greatest legal minds in history in this country. He says it should be his right to vote or to not vote for Trump again <laughs> uh, in the next election. And this indictment is just a way for the weaponized government to try to to try to control our elections your response to this indictment i think that's exactly right you know that the idea now is that people decide that they want a certain candidate and they're willing to do anything that they possibly can or that they have to to help or hurt a certain candidate and they're losing track of what it is to be american that you Mm -hmm. have to uphold our constitutional rights and if you don't 
for some period. You know, if you can kick a president off Twitter, if you can take a presidential candidate like RFK Jr. and kick him off all kinds of social media and vilify him and run hit pieces, you know, that's not really a democracy anymore. No, it's absolutely not. I mean, there's and this is one of the reasons why I was I agree with Charlie Kirk's call on the Republican Party to go and join, uh, go down to Miami on Tuesday and and show a firewall, show support against the shredding of our Constitution, the weaponizing of our courts and the top law enforcement agency in the land against Americans, because this is not just about Trump. This is about the average everyday citizen. And I've even heard RFK Jr. speak about this. It's all tied to the First Amendment rights. It's, you know, our, our, what's the greatest expression of, of, of our voice, but our vote. Right. Um, and so and we know that this isn't going to stop at Trump because we've seen American citizens thrown into a gulag and denied their First Amendment rights for their political views. We've actually had judges tell American citizens, I'm not going to release you on bail because I think you still believe something untoward happened in, in the election in 2020. I believe that's a direct quote. We have we have parents that are being declared as domestic terrorists. Right. We've had people that lost their jobs and forced out because they dared to speak up against the covid, uh, the, the, the covid shots. And you're right. I mean, when I think I think Republican Trump voters need to be looking and going, why is CNN so willing to have Mike Pence do a town hall and Chris Christie? But they won't listen to anything RFK Jr. has to say. And then a- was it ABC who did an interview with him and then said we had to edit that because he said some crazy kooky stuff about these shots. Tony Lyons. <laughs> Exactly what happened. So basically, they had the opportunity to ask him any question they wanted and to have an argument with him and to have a real debate with him. But what they decided to do was to sort of trap him and get him on their show and then bookend it with disclaimers, say it's all misinformation. Mm -hmm. But this is a democracy once again, and you're supposed to make a better argument and you're supposed to give the candidate, the opportunity to respond to that argument. So, you know, RFK Jr. has said time after time that the most important amendment is the first. And if you do not uphold the First Amendment, then it could be gone forever. You know, Mm -hmm. it's easy to say you don't want people to have free speech when they disagree with you. But, you know, what you have to do is maintain our constitutional rights. And that's what RFK Jr. wants to do. And that's a big part of what his campaign is all about. It's about having an honest government that treats people fairly and that looks out for their best interests. Well, I, I was floating it. We're talking to Tony Lyons, president and publisher at Skyhorse, whose books include RFK Jr.'s, as well as Alan Dershowitz's most recent book and maybe others, but his most recent book is Get Trump. And, you know, uh, Skins and I here at Producer Noah have floated the idea a while back, of, as well as others, as wouldn't it be, I think Steve Bannon even talked about what, what a great pairing it would be to have RFK Jr. as VP. And, and, and I would tell you, conservatives are like, oh, my gosh, he's so bad on guns. But, you know, OK, maybe he is. But so were many Republicans, according to some Second Amendment purists, right? Um, but he's far more conservative on every other issue that matters to conservative voters. And I do think it could be a unity ticket because Trump remains to be an outsider, which is why the, the, the Uniparty is going after him. And the Uniparty is going after RFK Jr. because they don't like his position on the shots. Yeah, I mean, you know, 
Bobby Kennedy has said time after time when it comes to guns that he doesn't want to take people's guns from them and that he thinks that the school shootings are, you know, clearly linked to big pharma corruption. And, you know, that side of it that Democrats have not wanted to address. And it's Mm -hmm. a really important part of it because our children are taking more drugs and getting more vaccines than any children on the planet. And they're the Mm -hmm. sickest children on the planet. So that's not about, you know, anything other than corruption. And what this country needs is a president who is going to fight the corruption of our government. And our government is corrupt. Our, our yeah. institutions are protecting big corporations and their profits at the expense of the middle class. No, absolutely. They're knuckling under this ESG score nonsense. Uh, you you look at what what uh, the list is too long for even me to get into right now with with these corporations and you know how they're how they're they're targeting. I don't know that I I, I don't know. I've heard RFK Jr. mention a whole lot about the transgender movement going on in this country, but some of the recent mass shootings, I think six of the last seven were young people that were in some course through in some some part in the process of transgendering, which is also medical experimentation that's absolutely evil. I mean, pumping cancer drugs for meant for adults and a little kids to stop their puberty is just something Joseph Mangala would, would applaud. And uh, where does RFK Jr.'s position there? No, I mean, he does not want to drug young children. So the idea of, I mean, I haven't heard what he said on the subject of puberty blockers, but I would assume that, you know, he would obviously be against it. This is just a new drug to get to children. It's irresponsible. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so dangerous to do this because we have no idea what's going to happen to children in the long run. So, you know, there's one thing where when Robert F. Kennedy Jr. published The Real Anthony Fauci in 2021, mm. it was the mm-hmm. most heard book in my lifetime as a publisher. I've been a publisher for 30 years, and I've never seen this kind of censorship. I mean, they went after him in every way and they, you know, tried to shut the book down because it was claiming corruption at the highest levels of government and they did not have an answer to it because the government really is corrupt. So they called him, you know, a domestic terrorist. They put him on the disinformation dozen. They said that everything that he was saying was, was uh, fabricated but they did not address any of the claims and they did not make any counterclaim. So they say that he's anti-science, but they don't bring any proof that that's true. So he came out with a book that had 2,194 citations. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's one thing to censor a book. It's something different to censor a presidential candidate. You know, the American people have the right to hear what a presidential candidate really has to say. So we, we're coming out with this other book. It's due out in about three weeks, and it's called The Real RFK Jr., Trials of a Truth Warrior by Dick Russell. And this is a book that tells the real story of what his views are and what his life has been. And it goes through many of the 500 lawsuits that he's brought over the last 40 years, trying to hold big corporations accountable for the damage that they've done to the environment, to the public. Mm-hmm the middle class, where they've colluded with the government to just, you know, siphon as much money out of the population of this country as they possibly could. And he wants to hold them accountable. And he's done it 
with no benefit to himself. He suffered in mm-hmm. every way you suffer. It's, it's cost him money. It's cost him friendships. It's cost him jobs. And he's His done family. it because he it's the right thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. Family too. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. And I consider him a patriot. And, you know, and and I like the fact I got to end it here. I've got another guest coming up, but I love the fact that this young actor, I never watched the show Dawson's Creek. I don't even remember his name, but he said, this is just crap that the Democrat party is refusing to have debates. They're just trying to shove this old man on us. And we have the right to, to, to make this election for ourselves, And we want to hear some debates. So, I mean, people, people are wanting RFK Jr. to be heard us in particular. Republicans want him on the stage. I was excited when, when he announced uh, his candidacy, because even if Republicans aren't going to vote for him, I think it's a great thing for this country to have uh, his voice be heard and his positions and his views be heard. And like I said, they're far more conservative than most of the Republican Party. I've got to leave it there. Tony Lyons, tell everybody um, where they can get more information on the new book coming out. Sure. Uh, so SkyhorsePublishing.com is the publishing company. My Instagram is Tony Lyons is uncertain. And I'm running a super PAC for Bobby Kennedy, and that is AmericanValues2024.org. Well, thank you so much for being here, and please tell him that we appreciate him very much. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Bob Walters is going to be here with his weekly education segment, and you need to, too. There's lots happening there, so don't don't uh, go away. News. Politics and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It's Friday night. Friday night means Bob Walters. I don't know why it puts me in such a good mood since he has to report things like college crazies, but we just love our Bob Walters. And he, lately he's had a lot of good news for us. So hello, my dear. Hello. Good to be here. Thank you. You got some good news for us tonight? Yeah, I'll start with the good news. Uh, Santa Barbara County School Districts have partnered with Medi-Cal to revamp mental health services on their campuses. This after a survey found that 21% of San Luis Obispo students seriously considered suicide this past year. Ninth graders. And another 37% said they felt chronically sad and hopeless in life. This has got to be part of the transgender thing and the attack on family yeah. and history and God and country. And they just need depressing these kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm I, I'm glad they're um, offering mental health services on campuses. Let's just hope that that doesn't mean that that the services are going to include pushing any of these kids into transgenderism. But offering them some some good mental health is is a good idea. I agree. The Navy takes down LGBTQ pride post on Instagram and Twitter and removes a rainbow banner in response to community outrage. That's good news. Yeah, I'm glad you reported on that. You know, I went back to the Naval Academy graduation and I was pleased that there was no agenda pushing at all, even with Biden's uh, Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin. So when I saw that on that on uh, one day, a few days ago, that they showed a Navy um, officer saluting a pride flag. Oh my gosh, it just was so bad. And so thank, so thank goodness that people pushed back and that they responded. And it just goes to show, Bob, this is another of your good news stories that goes to show that we can get success when we use our voices and get activated. That's true. It is mm-hmm. true. All right, a Vermont school district, Randolph Union, 
will reinstate middle school soccer coach who was suspended for misgendering uh, a female athlete and his daughter for condemning transgender men in going into the girls' bathrooms. And they also re- will receive 225000 compensation. So they suspended this teacher. Let me make sure I understand. They suspended his this teacher for, quote, misgendering, meaning um, he used a wrong pronoun or something. Yes, he did. Yeah. And speaking out against men going into girls' locker rooms, he ended up getting reinstated and getting 125 k Correct. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, good for I, I, yeah, I like that. I like that he not only got a, uh, his job, uh, got to resume his job, but also got some money in the process. That is a great story. That makes me feel good. Good. Now, some of the nation's largest pediatric hospitals will no longer offer children gender modification, particularly in Texas. It's over. Ex- excellent. We need we need all hospitals to have this banned. Later on, I've got a story about a bill coming in California that has to do with this. So. Uh, California is deep in it and going to get worse, but I'll save that story for later. What else you got? I know. All right. It looks like Georgia will stop the DEI programs if Georgia Professional Standards Commission decides this month to remove them. In other words, this is diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, questions and, and guidelines that we're using to hire anybody that goes to work for the school. They're going to do away with them. Well, you know... Um, I've actually got a couple nieces in school down there, and it, this, none of this stuff has affected them yet because they're still really young. So I'd like to see all this removed out of Georgia schools before it makes its way down to first graders. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, the Maryland NAACP has called on state leaders to fix the dire situation unfolding at public schools, especially hitting the black community and students. Lagging academic achievement, graduating students who lack proficiency, and breakdown in discipline. This is this is outrage erupted after Baltimore schools revealed that no students were proficient in math in all 23 schools in the city. Wow. And the has decided to jump in and help do battle against the school districts, which is very... I mean, uh, not nobody? 23 schools and you don't have anybody that can add 2 plus 2? This is just, this should be the number one story in this country right now, next to Trump being indicted. You've got, and, 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 and Maryland, you know, um, I mean, like we, I don't remember the case that was the cop accusation case. It was the guy that was flopping around in the back of a, in the back of an ambulance or whatever. Um, you know, that, that at the time, we, the mayor of Baltimore was black, the police chief was black. I mean, this is, this, this is an area, Maryland is largely run by the African American community. And look at the fail, complete failure of their students. Yeah. It's sad. It it's, it's, it's horrific. Yep. That it is. Yeah. Right. So well, thank you for reporting that. By the way, I got to hang on. I got to make sure people know that this is a story that you probably haven't heard anywhere else. And you're only hearing it from Bob Walters. So thank you, Bob, for always, always um, being the guy to share the stories that nobody else hears. Um, now it's time, I guess, to get into some college crazies. Yes. The proportion of foreign students in STEM classes, that's your science and, and technology and, and education classes and programs now far exceeds that of American students and is getting worse. In other words, in their college system where they're teaching science and, and technology, the foreign students outnumber us three to one. 
Well, of course, because STEM also includes math, and you just reported in Maryland, none of them there can add and subtract. So it's no wonder (laughs) foreign students are, are, right? (laughs) It affects the erosion of elementary and secondary high schools to teach meaningful math and science. Mm -hmm. They just don't do Mm -hmm. it. Science professors at 40 universities stand at 3,623 Democrats versus 314 Republicans. No, there's a wow. Clue. Right. Department of History ratio is even worse at 35 to 1, whereas in 1958, the ratio was 2.7 to 1. That's how wow. the trend is moving. 35 to 1, Democrat versus Republican teaching history. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That that's, is just... Okay, let's 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 um, do a little math here. Let's let's take this down to the least common denominator. Um, America Democrats are the reason why kids are coming out stupid, and it's all by design. It is. It's part of their mm-hmm. plan. Mm-hmm. Sad. Yeah. All right. Uni- University of Cincinnati student alleges that professor failed her for using the term biological woman in her report on women's sports history. She. We've given F because she used that term. Well, you know, we have to use the term alleged because we can't, you know, guarantee we can't prove it. But, you know, I would it's so crazy out there that I don't have reason to doubt her when she says that she was failed for using biological women. Right. Pathetic. It is pathetic. It is. Right. Um, And University of Cincinnati, this is in the Midwest so much. Don't don't be thinking there's a part of the country that's spared. People think, oh, Midwest values. Look, in these colleges and universities, it's lefty values all day long. That's what's being pushed. All right, let's take a break. Time to take a little uh, break, but we'll have more with Bob when we come back. So don't go anywhere. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Continuing our discussion with our education contributor, Bob Walters, author of the book Education or Indoctrination, which you can get and need to get on Amazon. We're continuing our discussion with the college crazies. It just keeps getting crazier and crazier. What else, my man? I'm afraid it is. University of Buffalo <laughs> is sued over revoking recognition of Young Americans for Freedom student group on campus. Wow. In 1960, I was a member at UCLA of Young Americans for Freedom. They were a great organization. They're being really? revoked. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So why did Buffalo revoke um, them as, as a group? They're conservative and Christian. There you have it. I mean, enough said, right? That is the this reason. is where we're at. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure they have every group there on that campus from Satan groups to, you know, people, you know, who call themselves a cat and use litter boxes. Um, but if you're a Christian and you're conservative, you're not allowed to be here. I guess that's the message in Buffalo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Oxford announces the creation of the first American, African-American English dictionary, which is kind of crazy. This is to take <laughs> into account their slang and expression and music. For instance, a bussin means a... Uh, Flavor for food or crown physical location. <laughs> Nothing like teaching the blacks to get to hang under their slang and their uh, expressions. How's it going to help well, get a job someday? Well, I mean, well, I, 
I don't understand this. I mean, why you're going to create a dictionary for slang? I mean, all that does. I, I don't understand. First of all, I've never heard the expression bussin. Um, means flavorful food. I mean, I grew up eating some flavorful fruit food, and I've never heard that expression. Um, but I just think, well, I just think that well, I just think that this this all it does is further division. There's no need for a dictionary that has to do with slang because the people that use this slang evidently understand it. So, what is the purpose of this except to try to divide us and to try to also change our norms in society? Just like they're trying to change, you know, pronouns, no, trying to change our language um, to try to change our culture. And we need to be pushing back against this. We we have we don't necessarily use the Queen's English, but there's a standard English that's supposed to be taught in our schools that we're supposed to use in everyday in our everyday lives, and certain ways of writing so that everybody's on the same page and everybody understands each other. That's what we need to be embracing. This is so stupid. And once again, it's a story I'm not hearing anywhere but from Bob Walters. Okay, I got a little more of these craziness. Minnesota. Taxpayers will now set to subsidize college tuition for illegal aliens. Mm. All able to go to college for free. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Um, Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? Um, Minnesota, you know, I I think that's a fairly liberal state. So, you know, if they don't like it, maybe they can start pushing back and joining with Republicans. I mean, all these Democrats everywhere should start wising up. As to what the, what is happening to them, because so many places didn't think that these borders were going to, you know, and illegals were going to matter to them. Oh, we're in Minnesota. What do we care? You know, well, now maybe they'll care. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, boy. All right. Santa Barbara College is now creating safe spaces for black students at lunch and other college events. Democrat segregation led by liberal whites is what is called healing space for the blacks. If your idea of healing is to is to tell blacks that you're going to only heal if you're away from white people is so racist, it's so toxic, it's so cruel, it's despicable. It's KKK in today's generation. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, all right. The news that two prestigious universities will pay two failed leftist Democrat politicians to indoctrinate students is more evidence of the left's takeover of our education systems in this country. Ousted former DA in San Francisco, Chesa Bowden, who was evicted by the voters in that liberal mm-hmm. city for being so radical, and former Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. Berkeley hired the DA, and Harvard hired Lori. <laughs> wow. What the hell are they teaching? I mean, uh, in America. I mean, Harvard is supposed to be the most elite, uh, you know, higher education institution with the, with the, the, the tuition to match, and they've got Lori Lightfoot Beetlejuice. <laughs> Uh, on the payroll, people rethink about you know apl- having your kid go to Harvard. Eighty hundred eighty thousand a year. Yeah. Oh my God! Ouch! Crazy. I know. All right, I got some bad news. Oh, and in fact, one of them is you. You gave me so I'll. I'll oh, I don't even remember now. I forwarded an email uh, article. I don't even remember what it was now. All right, I'll cover it for you. Okay. Arizona Governor Kane. Um. Katie has vetoed a bill banning the filming of pornographic in any building funded by taxpayer right. dollars, including K to 12 classrooms and schools. And they, they found evidence of pornographic filming taking place in some of the classrooms. And he, they, they tried to stop it and he vetoed the effort and forbid any stopping of the pornographic shooting. 
let that sink in, America. There was teachers, there were teachers being caught filming pornographic content in schools. There was legislation to ban it. And the new governor, which is Katie Hobbs, by the way, um, you know, who who hid out and refused to do debates and was, you know, um, selected by the election officials. We all know that 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 was stolen from from uh, Carrie Lake. Um, So this person banned, uh, uh, you know, um, not didn't ban, but um, vetoed legislation that would have banned pornography being filmed in classrooms. There's no debate. There's no discussion that the Democrat Party is the party of perversion and pedophilia. Sadly, but true. It really is. Yeah, it is. All right. I saw the news, which go ahead. Oh, I was going to say we've got two minutes left, so we've got time for one more topic and we the kids. Okay. Illinois runs against most of the country when their governor stopped any sexual books from being removed from the children's libraries and classrooms. (laughs) Any library that fails to follow this will lose the state funding. That's an exception state. Most states are going the other direction, but not Mm -hmm. Illinois. Wow, that's surprising. Then you got Marlin High School in Texas postponed graduation when it was evident that only five of 33 students were eligible to graduate. (laughs) Oh 28, 28 now have more time to conclude their assignments and studies and hopefully they can pass in the next few months. I'm sorry for laughing, but they only got 33 students to get through graduation. They couldn't make it happen. This school needs to be shut down. That's just, that's just what? I mean, how much taxpayer money are they getting? You can't get 33 over the line? I could do that in my own home. That's just crazy, Bob. All right, tell everybody about We the Kids before we got to go. Yep, We the Kids is a great organization. They teach uh, proud American history and uh, cover a lot of doctrine. Uh, plus, you get English and history as, as well, and it's for free. Now, you can get those materials by looking up wethekids.us, and if you want to contribute, that would be nice, too. They're always struggling for money, but they do a lot of work putting it out into the parents' So they can train their kids at, at home after school's out and undo the collective training they got during the day. Yeah. They're an amazing organization. And one way you can contribute and look cute at the same time is do what I do. I've got my adorable hat and T-shirt I wear everywhere. And when I wear my We the Kids hat, I get so many compliments on it because it's that cute. Bob Walters, we love you. Thank, for, thank you for being here tonight. Have a great weekend. You too. Take care. Thank you. All right. See you all next hour. Don't go away. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.